Rutherford Issues on News Radio WGNS. Right now that time, 1031, you're tuned in to WGNS. On this Tuesday morning, I am Scott Walker sitting in for Brian Barrett for Rutherford Issues this morning. And our guests today are from the Salvation Army right here in Murfreesboro, Rutherford County, Tennessee. And we're going to be joined by Captain Trish Knott and Development Director John Mitchell, both from the Salvation Army. And one of the things we'll be talking about this morning, a little more about the angel tree and how you can get involved and your help is definitely needed with that. And it's going to help out a lot of less fortunate kids all over our community. It's a challenging year, but um, it's, it's good, though. We look for the uh, we're, we're always looking for the opportunities that come through with the obstacles. One of the opportunities that has come along and comes along every year this time is the Angel Tree with the Salvation Army. Tell us a little bit about that and also the Red Kettle program. Okay, I'll talk about the Red Kettle after I get, I'm going to give Captain uh, Patricia Knott a chance to talk about the Angel Tree program. She's got um, Santa's elves in there right now uh, building up our Angel Tree room. So, Captain Knott, I'll let you tell them about that. All right. Well, this year we have um, over over 800 angels, nearly nearly 900 angels that we'll be processing um, and distributing on the 18th and 19th of this month. Uh, but right now we're really having a push for getting the angels adopted and then getting them back. So anyone who's actually taken an angel off a tree, um, we need those back so we can get those angels taken care of. This next Saturday at Stones River Mall, um, they have a tree in their center court, and it has angels on it. So if someone still wants to get an angel, um, they can grab an angel off the tree. And on Saturday, we will have someone there who they can uh, return the gifts to. So that way they can you know, purchase it right there at the mall and, and then drop it off there at the tree. Um, otherwise, they need to bring their gifts back to our offices at 11 11- 37 West Main Street. The Angel Tree is such a fun tradition for so many families throughout Tennessee and throughout the country. And here in Rutherford County, it's the same. It's so much fun for families to go together to pick out gifts for families they've never met before, but they know they're doing such a good deed. What are some of the things that are needed this year? Um, it absolutely is fun. I, I think that's part of the fun is that when families get together, they they kind of buy the things that they enjoyed when they were kids or their kids really enjoy. But the angel, each of the angels has um, some gift ideas on it. So it could be anywhere from a bike to, um, you know, craft supplies. It just kind of depends on the kid's personality. And um, people can just kind of go buy the, the what's on the angel. And then also if they're not real sure, they can buy something that's age appropriate. And again, what did you really enjoy when you were a kid? What, you know, made your eyes sparkle on Christmas morning that you were so excited to get? Um, it, you know, that's the kind of thing. It, it's, it is passing down traditions. It's passing down that family fun kind of thing that we all really cherish. It is so neat to be able to get involved in the lives of others, especially when you're doing something around Christmas time. And this is one of those things that people can do 
So tell us again how people can get involved with the angel tree. Where do they need to go to get details to say, hey, I want to do this? All right. There's several different things they can do. Um, right now we're in the process of getting all of our um, boxes and our gymnasium organized. So if someone wants to come take boxes and put on labels, uh, we can use their help with that. They just need to call our office at 615-895-7070. I always get that backwards. Seven. One seven zero seven one. Okay. And then um, they can also come by our office at 1137 West Main and select an angel off our tree or at the Stones River Mall on their center court tree. Um, they put about 30 to 40 angels out yesterday afternoon. So they can go by there and pick up an angel. Several businesses in town. Um have angels uh, Yates, for example, I'll give them a shout out this morning because they delivered um, angels that they have adopted. And so um, some companies have angels, but really right now, I guess the, the mall and our location are just the random places people can go. And um, then they can return the angel back here. If they want to be part of the kind of the fun day, that's the, Friday the 18th and the Saturday the 19th. Um, that's when we'll be doing distribution to the families. And it's going to be kind of a drive-through this year because of COVID. Um, so we need lots of people to help carry the gifts out and help load into the cars and that kind of thing. And it's just a lot of fun um, to see the family faces when you bring a bag out and they're thinking, oh my goodness, what all is that? So um, that's the really fun day. And, and they would just need to call that number that I'm always getting wrong. The seven zero seven one. I did it again. Six one five eight nine five seven zero seven one. Yeah. And just, just let us know what they're interested in and we'll plug them into an open spot. And we do let kids come and help. Now, little ones, uh, not so much just because it's hard for them to carry some of this stuff. And there's a lot going on. Um, but you know, old, older kids, older elementary and teenage kids are welcome to come help. We, we like making that part a family affair also. Captain Trish, not with us this morning from the Salvation Army. You, one of the cool things that I think about the Angel Tree program is that it's pretty much the same as when it first started back in 1979 and it's remained a constant. And it's neat how something that started way back then is still so popular today with families all over the country. Yes, it is still very much a needed program. You know, I, I, was, so, um, I, I was reading a little bit about it, and, and I had no idea that it started in Virginia. Um, the, the name of the Lynchburg, town actually Virginia, escaped me, but yeah, Lynchburg, Virginia, yeah. Um, and it just started out out of need, which is what most of our our program started as we see a need and and they were actually angels that they cut out of paper that day that that time and so now we've gotten a little more sophisticated but um it, it's just an, it was amazing brainchild of the the, the last name of the, the officers were the white yeah, and um and, and, it's, and, a, it's a fascinating and i guess what they asked for way back then were clothes for children and, and then the toys for children is that yeah. all still true today exactly the same types of stuff they're asking for 
exactly the same thing. Every kid wants a new toy. Every kid needs a new new outfit once in a while. And we do ask for them to be new, um, the, the clothes that are brought. But, you know, they need co- kids need coats and gloves and shoes. And just because they got new things back in August, a lot of them have already outgrown it, quite honestly. You know, so this works out well to do it again at Christmas. I, I do love that you ask for new clothing, you know, at Christmas time for things like this. I, I mean, it just makes it more exciting, I think, for the children to open up something that has never been used before. They're able because they get a lot of hand-me-down clothing over the years, so this is special to them. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, they do. They get a lot of used um, and hand-me-downs, just like you said. So having that new thing that's just theirs. You know, and when they go back to school and if people saying, what did you get for Christmas? It, it just, it restores back some dignity and some pride and some excitement for kids that whose parents really struggle and, and kids feel that. So this is a time when we can relieve that stress um, and just return a little joy back for everybody. Captain Trish not with us with the Salvation Army here in Murfreesboro. So if anybody does want to get involved in the aspect of handing out these gifts to the kids, what do they need to do? Do they need to sign up in advance? Uh, preferably, yes. If they'll give us a call, because we'll need to set up kind of a schedule so we don't have, you know, 100 volunteers for the first two hours and then nobody for the rest of the day. So, yeah, if they would call um, our office and we'll we'll give them the open time slots that we have and we can plug them right in. That sounds great. And again, uh, Trish not with us this morning, Salvation Army. Now, some of the other things we're going to be talking about, the learning pods and then the Red Kettle Challenge. What are the learning pods? Oh, the learning pods are, um, I guess, you know what, that's kind of like our gift to parents that are struggling with the COVID. And, and And I say that is the COVID because it hits families in so many different ways. Um, you know, I have my own child is in high school and we can get a text as I know many elementary and middle school families have that says we have to go distance learning for the next week or two. What does the parent do with suddenly they've, they've got a job to go to, but now they have a child to educate. And so our learning pods provides them a safe place to come where they can continue to do their work online. Um, we have Wi-Fi, we have Chromebooks available, you know, we have ways for them to um, be active as far as the gym and playing outside. And it's just an opportunity for parents to take a breather and say, I can get through this. Yeah, that's something that a lot of parents out there need this time of year. And then with COVID going on, they need it even more. Absolutely. And, And, you know, they don't have to come sign up. They're not like signing up for a program per se. Um, you know, we do registration and things just so we have basic information. But um, they're, it, if they need it for two weeks, great. If they need it for the rest of the semester, that's fine, too. Uh, we just want to be here and be available for them because we have this incredible facility here and we want to make it available to our families. Sounds good. Uh, Captain Not. thank you so much for joining us this morning. And I understand uh, John Mitchell's standing by ready to talk about the whole red kettle challenge absolutely thank you yeah and we've talked a, a bit about our program so the learning pods is actually one of several new programs and services we just launched a lot of it in response to covid um, but we do have a family coach 
that can work with families. So we've always had residents, clients, or actually families, if you will, that are staying in our community living, our shelter. But we know we need to reach those people outside. So we have a family coach that's willing to meet with people that are not in our shelter, help them with their day-to-day needs. Um, we We also have a generation two family uh our coach that works with individuals once again not everybody that's in our shelter um you know has all the resources they need and this this person can do that that being said with these new programs we of course have to raise money and our biggest fundraiser uh of the year or one of them is the red kettle challenge and what is the red kettle challenge the challenge is for uh, an organization, an individual, a family, a Sunday school group, a small group to say, hey, we can take the Red Kettle Challenge and help you raise a thousand dollars. Well, that sounds a little daunting, but if a, uh, a small group takes on a Sam's and rings the bell, they could literally raise six, seven, eight hundred dollars one day at the kettle and start an online kettle and raise some more there. So. You can volunteer to ring, and the money that you raise while you're volunteering counts towards it. You can set up an online kettle, or we'll set it up for you. And we've had a couple of our uh, great business organizations just say, we support you, and they wrote us a $1,000 check. So uh, there's no set fee. Anybody that helps, if they want to just help one day and they can't achieve uh, $1,000, we're going to celebrate with them the time and effort they put into helping us raise money during the Red Kettle Challenge. The Red Kettle has been part of Salvation Army history for 129 years, and over those years, the money that comes in, the donations, they go to a lot of the same services that were provided so many years ago. But give us kind of an idea of how those dollars do help people locally. Yeah, you know, I'm going to tell my Salvation Army story because it really encapsulates what you just said before about how um, our mission is still true to its original intent. So when William Booth started the Salvation Army in 1865 as a Methodist minister, he started really saying, how can I meet somebody's spiritual needs if they're hungry, if they need a place to stay, or if they need uh, a place to, uh, you know, uh, take a shower or wash up? So meeting those basic humanitarian needs was his goal. Fast forward to me starting with the Salvation Army, well, actually back up about five years ago, I'm in the Salvation Army uh, Church, and I'm listening to one of our clients that had been in the Salvation Army, and he gave his testimony, and he said he was thankful that the Salvation Army took him in, that he got a job, and that he was moving into an apartment next week, and then he ended it by saying, most of all, I'm thankful for my relationship with God. I feel strong enough to do this. And they crystallized it for me. That was the original 10 of William Booth in 1865, and I was seeing it in front of my eyes, you know, today in modern time. So those are the type programs, the community housing, the life coach, the learning pods, the angel tree, um, the church services that are here for people that, uh, you know, may want to find a, a church home and be part of something special. All those together is what your uh, investment is is making for the community. Our ultimate goal with our community living is not for them to stay here. It's to 
encourage them, help them set goals, and to get into their own place and be self-sufficient. You know, there's something that I think really sets Salvation Army apart from other homeless shelters all over the country. And well, there's a lot of some things, but one of the big things is that the goal for those who stay there is for them to get back on their feet, to figure out how they can start working, get a job, learn how to overcome some some maybe bad habits or addictions. I mean, there's just so much more to the Salvation Army than just a basic shelter. Yeah, and one of the things that we use as a tool, uh, we've got, I've got two books in front of me. One says, Our Journey, uh, Hope is Our Future, that's for families, uh, our, our home, my story. So this is a book that we hand them, uh, whether they're coming in into the supportive housing or they're coming in off the street saying they want to um, get in their own place. And then they set some, you know, three basic goals, and they have the opportunity to use this book and for us to have mentors alongside them to work towards their goals. So one of the, you know, there's a good mixture of uh, love, hope, and accountability. And accountability, as we say to our kids, isn't unique to any of us, uh, no matter what age we are. We all need somebody to hold us accountable and encourage us and give us dignity to say, you can do this. We, we believe in you. You can do this. And we'll help you, guide you through that process. So if somebody wants to help out with the Red Kettle Drive, maybe it's a company and they want their employees to all uh, have the idea or the ability to donate to Salvation Army, or if it's somebody who wants to ring a bell, what do they need to do first? Well, really, the, if they want to ring a bell, the easiest thing to do is go to registertoring.com, www.registertoring.com, and you can go through that system and select the shift, and it'll come to me, and I'll call you, and we'll be, um, you know, we'll have everything set. If you want to work it out more independently, you can give me a call, John Mitchell, at 615-895-7071, and I'll work with you and your organization uh, however we can to get you out. Ring the bell or setting up an online kettle that you can push out through social media, um, or someone may have another idea. We've got counter kettles if you're a business and you want to set a uh, smaller kettle on the counter which people check out. You call us, give us ideas, and, you know, we'll work with you to help us raise the money we need for these programs. Again, we're talking with John Mitchell with the Salvation Army. He is the development director here in Rutherford County. And for those listening, if they don't know where the Salvation Army is, it's at 1137 West Main Street right here in Murfreesboro. And it's really more so at the intersection, I would say, at at West Main and then Highway 99 because... When you drive by, it looks like the front of the building's facing that Highway 99, which can be confusing if you're trying to search it uh, by GPS. But it's really at that intersection of Highway 99 and West Main in Murfreesboro. And, John, the, correct. the phone number there, I, I know we gave it out a few times. I, it may have been a little confusing, but it's 615-895-7071. And, John, you're ready to talk to folks who do want to help, who do want to participate in the Red Kettle Drive, or they can call about the Angel Tree, either one. But they need to call and get more information, or if they do need to, they just dial that number. And, or they can go to our website, which is 
you know, uh, so, you know, uh, Salvation Army Murfreesboro, they'll hit our web link and we'll get a message that way too. So we, and we appreciate it. This community is really kind. The volunteerism is very encouraging. I already have quite a few people doing it. Our Red Kettle Challenge is going on in the middle of the pandemic, but we are practicing social distancing. So it is actually a way you can stand six feet away from the kettle and not have any, any you know, uh, interactions with the people besides ringing a bell. Sounds so great. We appreciate those that are doing that. John, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you so much. You have a great day. You too. Time right now, 1054. More news, more information coming up right here on WGNS, your good neighbor station since 1947.